Welcome to the podcast, Fatherhood, Perspectives on Righteous, Intentional Parenting, where two guys discuss and explore the challenges of parenting. They share their experiences, ideas, and perspectives as they search for ways to be better sons, husbands, and dads. Here are the hosts, Joseph Winkle and Taylor Greenhall. Good afternoon, Taylor. How are you today? I'm doing awesome, Joe. How are you doing? I am doing great. I'm glad to be here with you and to talk a little bit today. I'm excited to hear some of your thoughts on gratitude. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited too. And I think uh, you and I, in, talk, in talking about this, feel like, I feel like this is a good follow-up to our most recent podcast where you talked about enduring and the trials that we sometimes have to go through. And, and gratitude has been something that's been on my mind a lot lately, and I just thought it was a good a good topic to discuss. I think we've touched on it a few times in our podcast, but I think it's worth digging in deeper a little bit. And and I I want to start not with a personal story, but just a, a, an experience from a book. I think you and I have both read, read the book because I think we've talked about it, and that's the happiness advantage and this idea. This idea that the author talks about is essentially just being happy in his kind of his theory and is that we, we tend to look for things that will make us happy. We say, okay, when I get this next promotion, then I'll be happy. Or when I get this vehicle, then I'll be happy. Or this house, I'll be happy. But uh, his perspective is that if we just choose to be happy, then the good things in life kind of, we, are, we attract them to us. And one of the things that has been on my mind that he says that helps us to be happy is by being grateful. It makes perfect sense because you can't be upset when you're thinking about all the all of your blessings. And I don't know if you have any thoughts on that. I know you've read that book too, but yeah, it's a, that's a great book. A really interesting perspective. A lot of studies. I love uh, books that are based on data that they've recognized these patterns, and it's it's like a something no one had ever considered. Just like right. that idea that we think we'll have happiness after these things come to us. And in reality, what, what the author proposes is that, you know, it's in choosing to be happy yeah. that, that brings those to us. I think about gratitude is something that was really talked a lot about in the coaching world the last few years. Yeah. It kind of got really popular. Some of the best, biggest guys out there were, everyone was talking about gratitude and Again, even the science behind how our brain waves are different when we're in gratitude compared to other th- thoughts. I, my first experience with gratitude, purposeful gratitude, I maybe should preface it with that, was with one of our, our fellow mentors. And I did a, th- a three uh, month coaching program. It was like a goal setting yeah. deal. And we were organized into groups of six people. So I was on a phone call five days a week with five people I've never met in my life. And we would talk about our goals and yeah. hold ourselves accountable. It was genius, actually, because the coach did very little. Right. He kind of set up a structure and then we ran it. But I had I got so much value out of it. And these people, these five people, and this has been years now since we had done this, are still good friends of mine. Right. But my first goal was simply to have more gratitude. And so at the end of every day, I'd write down three gratitudes for my day. So I I started, I guess, a gratitude journal. And I haven't really journaled before, but as I started that practice and became faithful to it, I found that my life very quickly moved into a lot of good things, a lot of abundance, 
a lot of peace, um, a lot less worry, um, somehow focusing our minds on the good things in our life seems to take the focus off the difficult things. Right. And it was such a amazing thing for me that it's uh, it's lasted gratitude. And I've learned a lot more about the benefits yeah. of gratitude since then. Yeah, and it makes sense. And I first read that book, I sometimes push back on things. And I think, well, I'm a logical human being, so having not thought about gratitude as a means to happiness, I thought, well, it makes sense to think, well, if I get this promotion, I make more money, I'm going to be happier. I want to know, I want to know what's making me happy, right? A new job, a nicer car, a nicer house. Those are the things. So it makes sense that I'll be happy after I get those things. But in the reality is, is I, I know what's making me happy. It's all the things that I'm grateful for. And you mentioned that, uh, that you were, I don't know if you said surprised, but there's such a quick change in, in your circumstances. And I can attest to that. And in fact, I had an experience just last night that was, uh, with my family, with my kids. And, um, and it was a pretty powerful experience and it was nothing dramatic. It was nothing out of the ordinary. In fact, pretty much the same things that happened in our home every night on a school night happened. But the difference was I was approaching the evening with the focus on things I was grateful for and kind of increasing my awareness of my blessings and showing more gratitude for those things. And um, so on, it was a Tuesday night. My kids do a little after-school uh, computer class on Tuesdays and Thursdays. So on those days, I'm home from work before my kids get home from school, which is always fun for me. I love seeing my kids get home from school. And, and immediately, both of my kids started telling me the things that they were learning in this class and even showing us on, on, my, on, our, on our home computer, which was a little disheartening to me because I'm like, my second grader is now smarter than me, I figured, um, <laughs> you know, as, he's, as he's creating this code to make these animations on the computer do certain things. And so, so both of my kids were just excited to tell me about the things they were learning at this and in this after school program. And then on top of that, with my kids, um, I've been reading a book with them every night, the Chronicles of Narnia. It's just been, a, it was a gift for my grandmother to me. And my kids had shown some interest. So we've just started reading it together and my kids have really taken to it, uh, to the point where my son at school checked out from the school library one of the books of the series to show me and he was just so excited to show me my wife said that's all he talks about we pick up the other kids for carpool and he tells them he tells the kids what's going on in the books and he just loves reading the reading time with you and my heart immediately uh, was filled with gratitude for my kids that a the time i was spending with my kids the taking time to read with them spend some you know specific time with my kids each night was paying dividends in their lives. And then also something that's always been important to me is, is this hope and desire that my kids would take their education seriously. And, and I think my kid, I, I just was so grateful that my kids were excited about learning new things and showing us what they've been learning. And so my first experience, my first experience with my kids after they got home from school was one of immense gratitude on my part. And I just remember even saying a silent prayer in my heart telling my Heavenly Father how grateful I was for my kids in that moment. And then the rest of the night went on and the usual things happened. We had, uh, you know, we had dinner and they had to take showers and get ready for bed and brush their teeth. And, and it, all of those things happened the same way they always happen. Oh, can I play outside a little bit longer? It's not even dark outside yet. Why do I have to go to bed? 
I don't like those vegetables on my dinner plate. You know, a lot of the same struggles that we have every single night still happened. Every family. Yeah. But the the amazing thing was, I think, and I, att- I attribute this to my heart that was full of gratitude at the time, is I handled each one of those experiences in, in a completely different way than I would if I were stressed out or if I wasn't focused on gratitude. And I found myself saying things like, man, I'm just so grateful we're all here together at the dinner table or... Or, you know, my kids didn't want to come inside to go to bed because they were playing with their friends. And I just thought, man, I'm so glad my kids have good friends to play with. And so the struggles on their end or the struggles that we face or every family faces every night are still there. But when I looked through a lens of being grateful for the things I had, not the way that my kids not wanting to eat their vegetables stressed me out, it completely changed my evening to the point where my wife even noticed a, a visible difference. In, and, I, and I'm not saying I'm stressed out every night, but, um, you know, my wife just said, That's, it's really impressive how you're handling that this evening. And so I think there's so much power in being grateful for things. And suddenly my car that has a check engine light on or whatever, or it's racking up the miles, it didn't seem that important to me. And I just thought, okay, when the time comes for a new car, I'll get a new car and whatever, whatever falls into place will fall into place. But I was focused on what was really important and it started with gratitude. Well, I love that word focus. And that's why I've been thinking as you've been sharing this, because again, your life is like it normally is, you know, the kids are... Yeah. The kids are uh, don't want to come in when it's time to come in, or they don't want to eat what's on their plate. They want to have something else. You know, these are these are the f- things any parent deals with, mm-hmm. and yet the something did change. And what changed is your focus, focused on what you're grateful for instead of what you would want different. And uh, I think we can all understand this truth that what we focus on grows, yeah. good or bad. Yeah. And what we don't focus on dies, good or bad. Um, I have a daughter right now who's gotten really interested in in planting and growing things. And just this morning before she left for school, she had these little tiny, tiny plants that she had each one, and she's spraying them and taking care of them. And I'm, and she was excited the other day to show me she'd grown this really awesome tomato all by herself, you know. And And I thought, well, of course, she's focused on it, and it's growing. If she forgot about those things couple weeks go by in our desert heat, well, a couple days in our desert heat, and it would shrivel up and be gone. And so as we're focusing on the good things in our life and and looking at every situation, like, I love that one about the kids coming in, like, like, oh, man, my kids never want to come in. Dang those kids and all those (laughs) friends always keep them out. And so you said, oh, I'm grateful my kids have friends Uh, immediately that feeling grows inside you and people around you could feel that. Yeah. And that other feeling actually diminishes the, the feelings of frustration and negativity, which we all deal with. It's there for all of us. But I love the idea of focus mm-hmm. and how that um, gratitude is a great thing to focus on. I mean, the word attitude is right inside of it. Yeah. You know? yeah. If you want to change your life, change your focus and attitude. And the thing that's really powerful to me is that it has a physical effect on me. It's not just a mental or emotional feeling. Uh, Russell M. Nelson, who's 
the leader of our church, uh, he, uh, has talked about that and, and how gratitude can heal. And I think the place for me that it heals the most is my heart. And I've talked a little bit about that with you before. And I just think, how powerful is that? I often think of gratitude as this, is just a thought or an emotion. But really it changes, it changes who I am physically and I feel better. And I think it's because I'm happier and because I'm focused on, on being grateful. Yeah. I, I remember that talk. We were having a family, uh, this is in November. I think we're having like this big family thing. All my siblings, my siblings, their families were there. We had a ton of people at this house and our, the leader of our church, our prophet, uh, president Russell M. Nelson had a special presentation. This normally doesn't happen. So this was a worldwide presentation going out to, you know, uh, 18 million people. And so we were all interested in paying attention, uh, you know, as we gathered around to listen to it. And it was called The Healing Power of Gratitude. But what was interesting is after that uh, conversation, as in some of my conversations what I with my family members, they talked about gratitude and how it's benefited them. But no one talked about the healing part. It's as if they didn't even maybe catch it or hear it. But that was the part that stuck out to me because of an experience I had, um, which I have mentioned once before. One of my children, my son, um, using a saw that he had used a number of times, was well trained on, um, cut his hand and almost cut his arm off. It was, uh, it was at home. Uh, luckily I was there. Uh, it was the most traumatic thing we've happened, have happened in our family. I heard a saw the other day, and I thought, I do not like that sound. And uh, it's still kind of rattling around in there. It's been a number of years. But anyways, uh, I heard the saw start. Um, I, my son had talked to me about something. I even had the thought I should go out there and make sure he's not doing what he might want to do. And right at that moment, literally, as I went to stand up, he started screaming and came in and and saw, you know, your, your child, um, you know, torn apart. And then of course the immediate action to get him to the hospital. And then just the, the prayers as I was driving, just, you know, God, please save my son all the way to the hospital. We get there. Um, I was able to give him a blessing and it made us all calm down. He was actually joking with the nurses and they hadn't done anything to him yet. They just had it covered. Yeah. And then the right doctor was there. He was in surgery within 40 minutes of the accident. It was amazing. Wow. But uh, throughout that whole experience, I felt as if there was this kind of a veil over my eyes. Like I was only seeing the things I could handle. Yeah. And that's what allowed me to function properly. Right. And there's probably some great scientific... Um, explanation of how this works where I was just able to dial into what needed to be done. But then they took him and wheeled him away. And they said, Oh, you're, you and your wife can wait over here. And we went to this waiting area and it was as if that veil was rent from my eyes and I could fully see what had just happened. And all that fear, you know, cause again, we had no idea. I mean, it was, it was ter a terrible sight so we didn't know if he would lose his hand, if he would have only a partial use of it. I mean, here is, you know, 14 years old. And, uh, I mean, we knew at least he would survive. Um, 
but the weight of that fell on me like a ton of bricks Mm -hmm. and I had to go into the bathroom. I could hardly breathe. And as I sat there in the bathroom, I recognized very clearly this was one of those moments in my life where I could turn to God or turn from God. And I remember looking at myself in the mirror and looking in my own eyes and, and thinking, who are you? You know, in these moments, who are you? And I knew, I knew who I am. I, I knew I trusted in God and I, I started thanking God. I thanked him. Instead of focusing on the trauma that just happened, we'd been through and why did this happen? I, I was thanking him. Thank you for that saw not going all the way through his hand. It was kind of miraculous how it happened. He ended up having full function of his hand. And even the doctor's like, I cannot believe this worked out as well as it did. Um, I thanked him that we were able to get him to the hospital quickly, that the right doctor was there and we knew it immediately. He said, I can do this surgery. We don't need to bring in a hand surgeon. What I noticed then is as I started thanking God, for the good things that had happened in this trauma, I started feeling better. Yeah. But what was interesting, and I don't know that I've had PTSD in my life, but uh, for a couple weeks after that, I would just be driving down the road. And all of a sudden in my mind, I would hear that sound. I would hear his screams. In my mind's eye, I would see his hand and his arm. And I would have this overwhelming feeling come over me, uh, something I could not control. And, I, you know, I, I can't imagine what, you know, people with you know, soldiers and people who see this kind of real trauma and real, you know, things beyond that. But I guess my point is I remembered when I was grateful I could manage this. And so I started expressing gratitude when I would feel that and over just a month or two, um, it was completely gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, that, those things wouldn't come into my mind anymore. I wouldn't have any of those feelings. Even the other day when I heard that saw, I didn't have a reaction to it. I just had the clear thought, oh, I don't really like that sound of a yeah. saw in my garage. Um, we have a little workshop, so I do hear it sometimes. But I but like you, and I, I'm so grateful you brought this up about the physical healing power of gratitude i'm no expert in it but i've seen the value of it in my life yeah. and i've seen its healing power in my life I'm, I'm glad you took some time to remind me of that well and i appreciate your story that's a powerful example and i think i just want to touch on one thing real quick and i think this is an appropriate way to kind of wrap this conversation up you talked about the the journaling and writing down a few things every day that you're grateful for and and I feel very motivated to be much more intentional with that because for a couple of reasons. And I think it's, I think it was in this book that we read that talks about when you take time to sit and hopefully this can be an invitation or some, you know, if there's someone listening that is struggling, uh, maybe thinking about ways to feel a little bit more joy or happiness, uh, this would be my invitation because um, I'm going to do better at this. I've done it before and I've kind of gotten a little inconsistent with it. But when I do it, I, I'm happier. But um, just taking time to sit down and force your mind to think about things, whether it's, in your, you know, generally in your life or things specifically that have happened to you that day that you're grateful for, 
it takes your mind to a place where it's not focusing on things that are negative, but focusing on things that are positive. And I personally also found that as I, if I ended my day, you know, if I, if I did my journaling right before I went to bed, I was going to sleep with a full heart of things that I was grateful for. And I often found that I slept better. I found that I, you know, was in a better mood. And I just think that's a great invitation to our listeners and, and again, to me to just focus on things that are positive in my life and that I'm grateful for and, and just watch the change that it makes in your life. Yeah. Well, I, I'm glad you brought that up and I, I'll reiterate that challenge. So I would challenge those listening today that when you're feeling overwhelmed, when you're feeling burdens beyond your control or just not feeling very happy, stop if you can, um, sit down and think of th- three things that you're grateful for in your life. Any three things. It could be your mom. It could be your pet. It could be your job. It could be a friend. Just write three things down. Think about why you're grateful for those things and allow that feeling of gratitude to work through you. I love the idea of having a time where you do it every day. I think at the end of the day is great. Yeah, I would challenge people to try gratitude and see if you can feel the change that it makes in your life. But we sure appreciate the opportunity to to chat, as always. Uh, Grateful for those listening today and hope that you found uh, value in the principle of gratitude and and being reminded of it and encourage you to share this and like and subscribe uh, and help other people um, know about uh, the benefits of gratitude. Thank you. We are so glad you could join in on the podcast, Fatherhood, Perspectives on Righteous Intentional Parenting. You can find us on all the best podcast sites. Please subscribe and share. And be a part of the conversation by sharing your ideas, posing questions, and making suggestions. Drop us a line at fatherhoodperspectives at gmail.com. That's one word, fatherhoodperspectives at gmail.com. This segment was recorded and engineered by Jim Fugate. The music for this podcast was provided by thepodcasthost.com and Alitu, the podcast maker. Find your own free music over at thepodcasthost.com slash free music.